Hello, welcome to Parenting Counterintuitively, where we say it's not about having good kids, it's about equipping them to become successful adults. In this week's episode, we're talking about being open about your own mistakes, airing your dirty laundry for your kids, and being ready to tell them all about things that you've done wrong. We're going to unpack that, we're going to talk about uh, why that might be a good idea, what some of the pitfalls are, but before we do that, we want to introduce ourselves I'm Josh, and um, with my beautiful bride, Tammy Stevens, and we are certainly not perfect, but we've been through the parenting years. We've got three adult children, uh, four great, uh, awesome grandchildren, not great grandchildren, but you know what I mean, and we've learned some things along the way. You'll hear, especially in this week's episode, about some of our mistakes that we've made personally and how that's informed our parenting, and so... We just want to pass along some of the things that we've learned the hard way to you so that uh, you might not have to make some of the same mistakes we made and so that you'd be able to maybe choose to put these principles into practice. But before we get started, I uh, just want to remind you that uh, that this is not the foundation of parenting. We want to challenge your um, thinking and encourage your intentionality in, in the topics that we share with you on this podcast and uh, if this is your early stages of parenting, we encourage you to go to some of the basic um, uh, pieces of parenting. If uh, Focus on the Family is maybe a resource you haven't checked out yet, we encourage you to go there. If you need some other ones, check out our Facebook page uh, under Resources, and there's a About section there that you can find some more um, resources for some basic parenting strategies there. And also encourage you to uh, maybe some date nights to be kind of talking and thinking about some of these podcasts and these topics that uh, we enjoy bringing to you. And uh, so as Josh mentioned, kind of that uh, topic for today is be open about our mistakes. And and that's, that's what we're going to bring to you tonight. So it can be difficult and actually even embarrassing to admit our mistakes. And honestly, it, it seems... Um, even um, the opposite of what we're what we try to do, right? Counterintuitive. It seems intuitive to brush it under the rug, to kind of hide what mistakes we've maybe even had. Um, but Josh, can you even maybe tell us: is there a good or an upside to some of the bad choices or scripts that we've maybe had in our mistakes? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what uh, this episode is about, right? What, What is that upside? And we like to tell our kids from time to time that we make these mistakes so they don't have to. And so it's about them not having to learn the same lessons the hard way that we did, that they can learn it from our own mistakes so that they don't have to make those mistakes. I think a uh, sort of a fun counterexample about not learning from someone's mistake I was thinking of a time when a buddy of mine and I went hiking up in uh, the Upper Peninsula of Michigan along Lake Superior. It was a hot day, and we got to a spot where there was a rock you could jump off into the lake and, and swim back to the beach. And So I did that. I jumped off, hit the water, and boy, as soon as you hit Lake Superior, you know that that was a mistake. It was really cold water. As you're as you're starting to plunge into the water, just all you can think about is I gotta get out of here fast. I gotta get back. I gotta get out of this cold, cold water. But as I was approaching the surface, I realized, well, if I seem all freaked out and 
uh, rush back to the to the beach, I won't get the satisfaction of seeing my friend make the same mistake. <laughs> so I mustered all the courage I could and broke through the surface of the water and said, the water's fine. Come on in. And uh, so he did. He jumped in and uh, was cursing me quite a bit uh, about uh, not uh, cluing him in to the fact that uh, jumping into ice cold water was probably not as uh, that great of an idea. So the point is we want our kids to learn if, if we've done something that was a big mistake rather than not tell them about it and let them potentially make that same mistake, we can tell them, hey, I touched that stove and it's hot. I don't want you to touch it. Yeah, so rather if it's, you know, jumping into an ice cold lake or even other choices that we've made, you know, many of our state mistakes really have kind of formed our thoughts or even our perspectives on how we live today and even how we react to other people or our relationships too. I think that I would even say that the tricky part is to help our kids develop similar perspectives on, you know, without hurting um, other people or or even having those consequences um, of making those similar mistakes that we've had. You know, I think back to a um, personal story that I had growing up. My dad was an alcoholic and he made a lot of, okay, he just made outright stupid choices. Um, but growing up, I didn't really see those as mistakes. They were just the way he lived. But what I didn't realize is that he never corrected them. He never shared those were mistakes. And so, um, I started to just, uh, live those my own way and realizing that, uh, they became poor choices and it made, uh, it hurt a lot of people along the way and it, and it became dangerous. It became, uh, um, it, it hurt people and myself along the path. And ultimately there was alcohol abuse as well as, um, painful consequences that came along with that. And so the intentional decision that had to take place when I had small children in my life to all of a sudden teach, but the painful part of that was to share the mistakes, to share my own stories, to share the experiences that not only I had experienced with my father, but that also the choices that I personally made. And the reason that it was painful is I had to admit that what I had done was a mistake or what I had done was wrong. But by being open um, with my kids, it helped teach and it was, it was really that intentionality um, to break the cycle of being honest and being open about the dangers of alcohol, the abuse, and the consequences, honestly, that came with it. And really, so now our kids, actually all three of them, have a healthy perspective on alcohol. Um, but even more than that, um, how it's treated, but how the people that touch it and treat it um, can respond to it. So in all honesty, it took many years for me to understand and learn how to use my mistakes to teach my kids. Um, but I, I would encourage people that are listening, even if you have no history of alcohol, don't lose sight of some of the biggest mistakes in your life, because sometimes they might just be the topic that brings you and your kids closer together. So thinking back 
what are some of the things that you might even still have under that rug that is a part of your past that maybe you can share and help teach your kids and it really might bring you and your kids closer and ultimately um, be that piece to help them not go through the pain you went through. Yeah, and as we're getting ready for this episode, uh, I asked our youngest, who's 20 currently, what were what's some story that we told you of mistakes that we had made that uh, would uh, that you've learned from and that we could use as examples in this episode and. and the one that she came up with first was also related to alcohol. And she said that, uh, it was the story of, uh, when I was in college, we, my engineering class went to the regional conference and we had, uh, entered a design into the national design competition. And it was a a fun time. We went to Toronto and there was lots of games and, competitions and those sorts of things and so the but there was lots of drinking as well and so we had filled up the bathtub with ice and put a bunch of beer in there and then went out to the bar and drank until the bars closed and then came back and started drinking the beer that was in the hotel bathtub full of ice and uh so by the time it was eight o'clock in the morning and the competition started uh we were pretty messed up and uh it was very, very difficult for us to focus and to get our machine set up and uh, to compete with the other engineering teams. And uh, turns out there was one simple adjustment that if we'd been paying attention, we could have made to our machine that would have uh, won the competition. And the team that had won that regional competition went on to win the national competition that year. And so it was this... You know, the closest thing to a regret that I have is uh, losing out on that competition because of the mistake that I had made to drink a bunch of alcohol the night before something important. And that's something that I don't know when it was that I told that story to our daughter, but that came to mind right away for her of, hey, that's a mistake that I'm not going to repeat, even though I wasn't the one that made the mistake. And uh, so, so another good example of you know, we say in the beginning of each of these podcasts that we're not perfect. And, you know, that's just one of the other examples. And as we think about admitting the things that we've done, um, one of the common arguments against that is, well, I don't want to tell my kids something that I did because doesn't that give them like a sort of permission? Like, well, if I did it and now I'm telling them not to, isn't that a little hypocritical? And I think in our case, some of our mistakes are more obvious. You know, those alcohol ones, we didn't have to tell our kids about those. Those were things that happened when we were in our teens or early 20s. But in our case, when we celebrate our 10th anniversary, our five-year-old could figure out that his older sister was 11 years old and know that that didn't add up. It's funny, our son likes to joke that uh, his older sister is the Bob Ross child. If you know Bob Ross, if he made a, uh, an errant stroke on the canvas, he would say, oh, that's just a happy little accident. <laughs> so that's what he refers to her as in a kidding way. But uh, the fact is that 
it made a life a lot more difficult, even though it was a happy accident. We're, we're glad to have her around. Um, it was very difficult to start being parents when we were 16 years old, 17 years old. So because of that difficulty, we were able to share that with the kids and be upfront about it. And then subsequently, they've all been able to decide for themselves whether having sex until marriage was in their own best interest. So building on these, the other thing that we like to do in these episodes is to bring it back to some foundational principles. And typically that brings us back to the Bible. And as we were looking and thinking, well, what's the the best biblical reference for this? <clears throat> it's not just a verse. It's really kind of the whole book of Ecclesiastes. In that book, King Solomon spends a lot of time detailing how he tried many different ways to find the meaning of life that fell short. You know, work is meaningless. Sex is meaningless. Wine, work, fame, all these things. And... So he wrote that book kind of in a, in a way of saying, hey, I tried these things. You don't have to try that. This is not the way. And uh, so I really encourage you to read that book. It's only, I think, 13 chapters. Um, read it in one sitting because if you get halfway through, it's, don't stop. It'll be pretty depressing. But uh, the ending's worth it. So on the topic of mistakes and, and uh, you know, being open about them, you know, another... Uh, example of something Josh and I went through. Josh shared a little bit about his story of college. Uh, right after he graduated, we uh, had a little bit of student uh, debt, so we quickly paid that off. But as soon as we did, we um, quickly went out and had gotten a credit card and decided to, um, you know, we had gotten a new home and decided to buy a bunch of things and found ourselves very quickly in celebrating, but a little too much. And so, um, kind of fell into the American, um, debt piece, if you will. And we learned from that though, we paid it off a little quicker than, than what you see on the news, I guess. Um, it still became a teachable moment and, uh, we quickly put that into practice for our, our personal choice to not ever carry debt. Um, but that came with a price we initially had to learn what that meant for us because we had debt for a little while and had to pay the consequences, but it was something that we made the intentional decision to teach our kids. And so uh, our kids were pretty young at the time and uh, there's no better time to start teaching your children than while they're young. And so we started teaching our kids about money, savings accounts, credit cards, debt, and uh, early on. And so as we were getting ready to do this podcast, we uh, decided to ask our son if he'd consider being a guest on today's episode about mistakes and, and uh, asked him, you know, hey, what are some things that uh, you remember about dad and I or some memories about mistakes or things you've learned that we've had that you've taken away? And he actually brought up the topic of learning about debt. So now that you're into your career and uh, making a lot of financial decisions here. How has that, how do you approach debt, particularly consumer debt or any other kind of debt? 
Well, your mistakes have been a huge blessing to me. Starting out on the right foot is is a, a great opportunity. Um, for my entire childhood, I've viewed debt as as a an evil thing, and um, I think the part that struck the most is as a kid when you get your first savings account, and your parents explain to you interest, and the bank pays you to keep your money in there instead of in the piggy bank on your dresser. You think that's the greatest thing until you learn that they're paying you for money that they got from other people. And you quickly realize that you don't want to be that person because that interest rate is higher than what they're paying you. The bank's got to make money. So to know that you have to be paying to hold somebody's money doesn't sound like a great opportunity when you can get paid for the bank to hold your money. So uh, that's really spurred on the, the interest of, of savings. Um, I'd rather get paid than pay out to have somebody else's money. Um, so it's, it's a nice motivator knowing that you can get paid for good financial decisions. So as we mentioned, uh, Gabe has started his uh, long-term career now, and uh, he's actually just moved out uh, to a new home and uh, in the process of getting the the finances around that set up. And uh, it's just really encouraging to see that he doesn't have credit card debt. He doesn't have any other kind of consumer debt. And uh, it was kind of actually a challenge, wasn't it, to uh, as you're looking at, hey, I'm going to buy a home here in the next uh, year or so to establish credit, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, starting out young, learning that uh, a credit card can sometimes be a bad idea. Establishing credit is all of a sudden really hard to do. Um, a lot of people do that by taking out small personal loans or opening up a credit card. And if you just don't have that experience, it may not be the smartest thing for you to do. Um, so under the the guidance, uh, I was I was able to build that credit, and uh, I was a, a joint holder on um, my dad's account, which really helped me build the credit that I need until I could get my own credit card. And uh, I've I've discovered how to use a credit card. I don't think a credit card is a bad thing. Uh, I think if you use it in the right way, it can be a great tool. Um, I've bought several things with a credit card that gave me the best deal. Um, my engagement ring to my soon-to-be wife uh, I bought with a credit card, and it saved me a couple hundred dollars. Um, so as long as you know how to use it right, um, be wise about your decisions. I think a credit card could be a great tool, but don't fall into that rabbit hole because uh, the 0% APR for a year, is uh, it comes up quick. Yeah, those are great examples. So thanks again for joining us, Gabe. That's a, a great example, and we really appreciate you uh, taking the time to join us. I'm happy to. So as we start to wrap up, we want to talk a little bit about how you can put this into practice as a parent. And kind of the key takeaway today that we want to emphasize, whether your kids are young or old, think about some of the mistakes that you've made and think about maybe how you might approach those to your kids. If they're young, you might have a while before you got to bring those kinds of topics up. If they're older, 
maybe it's a good time to, to sit them down and say, hey, you know what? I want to admit to you that this is a thing that I did and I regret doing that. And here's why. And here's why I think you could learn from it. And because I love you, because I care for you, I want to share that with you and warn you about a potential pitfall in your life. So whether it's on uh, your next date night with your spouse or however you interact or, or if you sit down and have uh, a time of journaling or meditation or whatever by yourself, think about some of the things that you've learned the hard way that maybe you could pass along to your kids so they don't have to. Finally, we want to encourage you to subscribe, comment wherever you consume your podcast content, and share with your friends who might hear this content, uh, who might be able to put this into practice as well, and to, to spread that around to, to help them out. So as we always say, it's, it's not, not about, about having, having good, good kids. kids. It's, it's about, about equipping, equipping them to, to become be successful, successful adults. adults.